Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to It's Black and White, Derbyshire Live's Derby County podcast. Uh, I'm Johnny Bunnell and I'm joined by Chris Watson and Steve Nicholson for a, a playoff special edition currently in a hotel outside of Wembley. Looking forward to tomorrow. Chaps, how are we? Right. Uh, yeah, very well. Yeah, back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. demand. Yeah. It has. It I'd has. like to say we're overlooking Wembley Stadium. We're Not actually overlooking quite. Heathrow Airport. <laughs> we? But it's close enough. We weren't quite that organised. No, but, no, uh, no. And a, a good setup that we've we've got here currently. Very professional. Yeah. <laughs> very professional. If you could only see it, it's very professional. Don't yeah. shatter the illusion. Yes. Yes. No. Absolutely. But we're here for obviously what is uh, a huge game, the biggest. Well, since 2013-14, Derby County in the Championship playoff final against Aston Villa. I mean, first of all, it's a great achievement for Derby to get to this stage, isn't it? Absolutely, I, th- I think so. Um, at one point, it looked like they might mm. not get in the playoffs, but they've finished the season really strongly and um, come up with the goods when they needed to. Um, and they'll be hoping to sort of upset the odds one more one more time uh, at Wembley. Mm. You say about the, you know, there was a point where they looked like they weren't going to get it Blackburn away, and I think everybody, well, not everybody, I'm looking at someone right now whose head didn't drop, but <laughs> some sort of supporters thought that that, that was it then. But, um, Nico, as you correctly can predicted... I, can I say I told you well, so? Well, I'll tell you what, or maybe, it'd be, maybe it would be better if I actually said that I can vouch for the fact that Steve... Yeah, all the time was remained remained positive when people were saying the season's over. He uh, you weren't having any of it, were you? No, no. I, I, I and I've asked uh, fans have asked me since why or how I was so uh, confident isn't the word, but I was so kind of convinced in a way that that this would happen is because when I think it's very important when you look at uh, races for the top six that you don't necessarily look at the top one, two, three, four clubs. That's not what it's about. So I wasn't looking at, are we better than Norwich? Are we better than Sheffield United? Are we better than Leeds, etc. at that stage? Uh, what I tend to do is look at the, the club immediately above you or the two clubs immediately above you and then the two, three or four be, below you as well. And the question you ask then is, are those clubs, are those teams better than Derby County? And each time I ask myself that question, when I looked at Middlesbrough, uh, when I looked at Bristol West City. Brom to an extent, I looked mm-hmm. at Bristol City, I looked at Preston, I looked at Nottingham Forest at the time. When I looked at those clubs, I, I, at no stage could I say I think they're, be- they're a better team than Derby County. And that's proved to be the case. They all had good seasons in their own way. I thought Preston, mm. thought Alex Neal again at Preston, show what a good manager he is. Uh, uh, Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane going at Forest. They beat Derby, and at that moment, I expected them to go on the run, which they didn't. Mm. Uh, and then, as I looked at Borough, Bristol City, again, Lee Johnson's done a, a very good job there, but I never felt that they could sustain, that, that they could sustain yeah. a better run than Derby County. Mm. And when you look at the facts, you know, Derby have lost only two of the last 14 matches, if, if you count the first leg of the playoffs so far. Mm. 
that is a very very that that is a promotion form run at this mm-hmm. stage of the season, and so that's that's why I was confident. Uh, and that night at Blackburn wasn't good, but the worst part of that night for me at Blackburn was the weather because it was freezing cold. <laughs> and your fingerless gloves? You, you you took them to Blackburn? Or yes, oh, oh, it's a good job we did take them to Blackburn, wasn't it? It was it was really cold that night. But I'm worried about the fact that you haven't got them. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't brought them. No, and and actually. I don't want to talk about omens here, but <laughs> but I didn't wear them in 2014, but I did wear them in 2007. Fans will remember that 2007 final against West Brom was very strong win that day, blowing a gale. I think it was raining. It was very cold for for the time of year. So so you're giving fans another reason to blame you. Yes, basically. Which let's be honest, they don't need many reasons, do they? You know, even at this stage, as I say, this this tin hat I wear constantly. Uh, it's not my hairdo, it's actually a tin hat. has uh, got quite a few dents in it. Well, let's talk about that run then after the, the Blackburn game because they needed to put a sequence of results together, which they absolutely did. But, I mean, they certainly didn't make it easy for themselves no. in that run, did they? I mean, QPR springs to mind straight away. But they got the job done eventually in those games and they, they got themselves into the top six. They, they did, and uh, I spoke to Frank Lampard uh, yesterday... And uh, sorry, on Friday, and we and we were saying that uh, that they've actually been playing cup football mm-hmm. for about two months now, where basically they've had to win games. Each game has been thrown up, and and they've had to get a result, and that's very very difficult. But you know they've come through that. You know the the QPR, they uh, we all call. I, I don't like calling games must win games when there's points to play for still, mm-hmm. but actually it felt like a must win a game and goalless going into to added mm. time. With Borough and Bristol both dropping yes, points. Yes, I mean, that was a very crucial mm. afternoon and suddenly they got two goals. And uh, did they deserve to win that game? Probably not. Uh, but they, they won it and then we went to Bristol City and they won that as well. And then, you know, they had to go to Leeds in the second leg of the playoff and they, they had to win. Cup football is, you know, mm. it's on the day. And and we've seen them at Old Trafford this season, we saw them at St Mary's and against Southampton in the FA Cup replay. And and even at Stamford Bridge, I know they lost the game, but mm. but they put up a great show. So they've shown that in one-offs they can they can seem deliver. to thrive on it yeah. a bit, don't they? And it, it's funny because of course we went to Swansea in the penultimate game. They had a chance to clinch their playoff place, and they drew one all. And which you know any other time would be a pretty decent result. Mm. But but the um, the reaction of the players afterwards was was certainly one of yeah. disappointment because they could have got the job done. Um, but it was another decent performance, and then obviously. They finish the job off. Uh, oh, West, Brom, West, Brom. West Brom's another example, isn't it? Yeah. You know, at seventy minutes, yeah. it's one-one, and Middlesbrough are winning. Mm. They're in the playoffs. They're yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. So suddenly you've got a twenty-minute cup final <clears throat> at the end of the West Brom game, and they won it two-nil. They scored two more goals. Mm. So I say that they have delivered in 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 the one-off moments, and that's why, that's why I. I, I I'm feeling confident. So. Well, I guess the big question is, as you say, they have delivered, but can they deliver on arguably the biggest stage? Of all, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm listen, this game you can win or lose. Frank Lampard said, you know, the, the playoff final you can win, you can lose it. Mm. That's the way it is, and 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 you cannot uh, look at a season and and uh, analyze a season on on this one game. It's impossible. Mm. You analyze the season now, and you decide now whether Derby have had a good season or not, and they have had a good season. Mm. So whatever happens in in the final, that will not change. Uh, there's going to be a winner, there's going to be a loser, and that's just the nature of of, of this playoff competition. Uh, but you know, I, I I've been confident with Derby all along. 
Uh, I think they've got what it takes to win the game. Villa have also, mm. but I just feel there's probably more pressure on Villa than there is on Derby. We were talking about this on the way on the way down, and I th- it does feel that way. And I, th- I think a lot will depend on on what we see from Villa, mm. because you can't ignore the fact that they've been on very good form themselves. Yeah. They weren't massively convincing in in the way they got past West Brom, but they obviously got the job done. Mm. But of course, they put the the managed to string together ten wins in a row towards the end of the season, which which sort of propelled them into mm. that top six. And as Derby fans will. Will know all too well they, they they were well beaten by them on two occasions during the during the regular season, but of course it all just comes down to this one game now and uh, you know Derby will be will be thinking and hoping that well surely they can't do it a third time. I thought what was interesting against uh, West Brom and Villa, West Brom gave Villa a lot more problems than I thought they would, mm, yeah. and I think that gives Derby a lot of hope. Oh, they, they really gave them problems. Yeah, at, at Villa Park as well. I was but. I was going to ask in terms of the. Semi-final. Just talking about more about Villa now. I mean, what did you see from those two performances that gives you the confidence and belief that Derby will go out there and win on Monday? Uh, it was interesting because even in the two games that Derby lost against Villa, three nil at home and and four nil away at Villa Park, you know, seven nil aggregate is pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, in the home game, for first half was even. There's nothing in it. Uh, then. Villa stepped up second half. They they were powerful. They gave Derby problems down down the uh, down the flanks with with strong performances from Adoma. I think it wasn't Codger and then Balassi was with them at, at the mm-hmm. time. He's not now. And Abraham and Grealish became involved. So, but even in those games, you know, you you could see areas where Derby, when they're at their best, can 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 punish Villa. And uh, I I look at. Down the flanks for for Derby, I think I think you can get at uh, the full the Villa fullbacks, uh, particularly on the left side. I think you can get at the the, the left back. Uh, I think also uh, the interesting thing for me, Tyrone Mings has been excellent for for Villa since signing in January, and, and Frank Lampard would have been very keen to bring Tyrone Mings yep. to Derby, and Derby would have been very keen, but they just couldn't do that deal at that time. Uh, but watching Tyrone, I think I think he would I think he suits playing up against the Martin Wagon type striker, where he will battle with him. Mm-hmm. He'll be very very strong. Would he be as comfortable playing against someone like Jack Marriott, who likes to run off shoulders and likes to peel certainly onto his left from right to left, uh, down the channels? Will he be more comfortable being pulled out of position? I'm not sure he would be. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. But a key could be. The, the the midfield, uh, which it often is at times, but but for this one, uh, Villa could go in with Grealish, McGinn, and Hurahain, and let. That's it's quite an attacking midfield. Very, isn't it? but so is Derby's really. Mm, yeah. You know, if he if he goes there, I mean, Bradley Johnson is playing the anchor. We know that, but it's not a natural position for him, even though he's done it extremely well recently. And then you got Mason Mount. You might have Harry Wilson in there if he plays in more Dwayne Holmes. So you can see there's going to be a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of movement in that area. I think you'll find midfielders popping up the wrong side of the of the opponent's midfield or the right side for them mm. uh, into space. And if you, if people like Grealish and Mount and and Wilson uh, and Hurahain and McGinn, if they find pockets of space, that could be really crucial because mm. those players can really hurt you. And, and I've got a feeling that Mason Mount could be a key player. I was going to say, I yeah. think it would be fascinating to see how how Mount and Wilson get on because mm. because 
I, I don't think we think they're going to be phased by this. Mm. Um, we've already seen them pop up in big, you know, on big stages in big moments. They come from big clubs. They've had that kind of drilled into mm. them from from an early age, and and um, I think I think they'll absolutely relish this uh, this stage. Yeah, they're, they're fearless. Yeah, I think this is a difference for me uh, with with Derby's team to the team last season. Uh, I think this team is fearless. I don't think it comes into their thinking. I don't think Mason Mount, Wilson Holmes, uh, Jack Marriott, uh, Mason Bennett, Jaden Bogle, Fikeo Tamori. You can go on and on. Mm. Tom Lawrence, even. I, I don't. Is that feel... put into them by the manager? I think there's a bit of two things here. One is their age, mm. and the that they are very confident young men in their own ability, and, and they've got every right to be because mm. they're very talented players. Some of these lads, and will become very good players. But the manager also plays a big part because he, all season, he's, he's been positive. He's turned any quick negative that's thrown at him, he's turned into a positive. And he will be telling these players, look, you, you can play here. There's no problem at all. You know, you, you're good enough to be on this stage. Go and show people that you're good enough to be on stage. And you've got to remember that, you know, Mount and Tamori are from big clubs, Chelsea, and, uh, and obviously Wilson from Liverpool. It's ingrained in those those youngsters to win. To win. Mm. These are big clubs that they're at. You know, they they don't they don't kind of harbour thoughts of defeat very often, mm. if at all. And Lampard didn't in his own career, and I think that got got through to the players. And, and I think Wilson will look at it, and Mount will look at it, and think, you know what, if if we can show, like we've done all season, but if we can show at Wembley that we can perform, then our own parent clubs, yeah, absolutely, yeah, you know, yeah. might think. I tell you what. These lads are ready because mm. if you can do it on that stage, you're ready. And I know, I know, we're going to probably talk about it in a bit anyway. But but if they can deal with the atmosphere mm. at Leeds United, at Ellen Road, mm. yeah, uh, yeah sure. as they did, yeah. then yeah. then they can do with anything, can't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't so, think that'll phase them. I think that again, they, there was no problems. There was no problems when we went went to Old Trafford mm. or indeed Stamford Bridge. Mm. Uh, there have been other other games where Bristol when City. The Bristol City was you know because that was let, at the well, time. Let's be honest. Sort of, you know, if Bristol two. City had beaten Derby. Yeah. Mm. Bristol City would probably be here now mm. yeah. at Wembley mm. and maybe not Derby because that would have been a, a big moment mm. in the season Yeah, uh, we sort of mentioned that Villa have a 7-0 aggregate score over Derby this season 3-0 uh, and 4-0 as, as we saw with Leeds it's not the be-all and end-all but what can Derby take from those games to make sure that that doesn't happen again I, I, I say the first one was closer than the scoreline suggests mm. Even in the end, it was three uh, nil. The second one, I don't think has any bearing on. I think it's going to be a very different team, yeah. oh. a very different derby team. We see yeah. we, in the press box that day, when the team came out, we were all a bit shocked because mm. it, it, it was. I think I, I can't remember how many it was. It was five changes or something, maybe more. Something like that, yeah. But suddenly, you know, Andre Wisdom came in at right back. Ashley Cole came in mm. at, at left back. George Evans. I George Evans so came in. Max I think Mason Bennett started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Joseph soon started or not. I can't remember. But it was a lot of change, and mm-hmm. and I I don't know what that. Still, even now, I'm not sure what that was all about. I know they've been on a, they'd had a couple of defeats, hadn't they? I think in the mm-hmm. league against mm-hmm. Millwall and Forest. Mm-hmm. So Frank was probably thinking, you know what? Let, I've got, I have got, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, got other yeah. players, yeah. so let's give them a chance. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. It backfired. Mm-hmm. It you know it it was a very very poor performance, a very poor afternoon. But actually, it, it I kind of sparked it, it, their it, it, run a bit. Yeah, actually, I think it? it was a turning point. Yeah. There's other turning points, but I think mm. that certainly was one. 
So let's talk about the the lineup then. That leads quite nicely in, and there's several different factors that we can talk about with this. First of all, let's talk about up front. Jack Marriott came on against Leeds and scored two goals, which sent Derby to Wembley. Surely he deserves to start for that. Well, again, it, it, a lot depends on the fitness of Martin Waghorn. I think he's he's desperate to mm. to be fit after an injury, uh, Achilles injury, which kept him out of the two legs against Leeds. Um, we were saying, you know, I think a hundred percent fit Martin Waghorn would deserve to start based on the way he had been playing up mm. until he got injured. I mean. I think that probably would, might be uh, quite harsh on Jack Marriott because he he came on and, and did the business. But then you've yeah. obviously you've got that option yeah. from the bench. Um, and of but course, would, would Lee- you chuck Waghorn in now, considering that the football that he's missed? Whereas Marriott, he must be. Sort well, he's of only missed a couple still. of games, um, so I, I don't think it's too bad. But obviously, not knowing quite how yeah fit he is, if if there's a doubt, then it would be a gamble. Mm. And then of course, of course, it leads. Um, uh, he changed the formation slightly, yes, and we we sort of saw um, Tom Lawrence and, and Mason Bennett um, mm-hmm. um, up front in a in, in a sort of midfield diamond. So again, whether he'll whether whether Frank mm-hmm. will will go with that formation again, or whether he'll go back to a more kind of tried and tested mm-hmm. um, sort of variation on a four three three remains to be seen. And and of course, um, there's a slight question mark over Dwayne Holmes as well. In midfield, which can yeah. affect things. Yeah, I think we've got to remember as well that Marriott hasn't started a game since early March. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're talking about could be a talking about Waggle well. not yeah. having started, but but Marriott mm. hasn't either. Uh, so that's that's important to remember. I think Chris is right. I think if Waggle is fit, and he's got to be right because yes. the, yeah. the, you know the, this occasion will find you out if you're not right. Mm-hmm. Simple that because it's not necessarily. Are you fit enough? The whole tension, uh, the, the the nerves, the tension that you know you, you, your body can get tight in these situations. Mm. Not that I've played at Wembley, but uh, you know on similar stomping on, grounds. Well, yes, on, you know. on the massive non-league, few massive non-league grounds, and <laughs> the, the tension was always there. But uh, but that'll be important, and I think it's difficult for us to know exactly where Martin Waghorn is with his fitness. Achilles. Anyone who's mm. had a nagging Achilles. Will know that that's exactly what it does, and and it restricts you, you know. So I think it's a big call. If Waghorn, I say, if he's a hundred percent and he's right and ready and all that, I think he should start because I think he helps the way Derby play. Mm. Uh, if not, then Jack Marriott is is ready. He showed that leads. He's hungry. He's ready. And as I said earlier, I've just got a feeling Jack Marriott could give mm. someone like Mings more problems. Could we see both of them if they stick with the diamond? I, I the way with Villa, given the the yeah, fact, sure will, yeah, yeah, given the fact that Villa gave pro- Derby problems down the flanks. Uh, if Adom is on the right, El Mahamedi likes to support him a lot, mm-hmm. doubling up that side. If you're going to go with a diamond, you, you might leave space, space down there. And in front of Ashley Cole, that's you a big that ask for Park, him. All, you know, yeah, you can't. You know, they did it on that yeah. side. They did it on the left yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, I go four three three. Uh, the diamonds work great at Leeds, uh, but again at Leeds you've got to remember that the, the game swung not necessarily on on the formation for mm. me. It swung on the fact that uh, Derby probably got that goal just for half time mm. at the right and time, which was a mix yeah. up, which was a yeah. gift, and then they took advantage 
of Leeds' nervousness and Leeds not quite knowing how to approach the forty, the, the second mm-hmm. forty-five minutes. So I don't. I think it was less to do with the diamond shape than it was uh, to do with other events during the game. Uh, one man that we know won't play uh, is Scott Malone. Obviously, he got uh, picked up two yellow cards in the Leeds win. Or a shame for for Scott not to be playing, but. Uh, as you mentioned, in comes Ashley Cole, and I suppose his big game and Wembley experience that can only be a benefit to it's Derby. Bad, it's not a bad deputy to yeah. have, is it? Um, um, and I, I, I think I mean a few people have sort of raised you know possible doubts mm. over you know the, the the amount of football he's played and his age. I think he's thirty eight now, mm. um, but it would seem to me that it's. This this is a perfect game for him. He's played at Wembley so many times. Mm. He's won at Wembley. Um, when we have seen him uh, recently, I know he, he had a bit of a layoff with an injury. But mm. when we have seen him recently, um, I think Steve Steve mentioned this. Was it Birmingham Birmingham away over Easter? That was his last was start, Derby, and he was yeah. he was probably Derby's he was best man of the match. Yeah, yeah. was man yeah. of the match. Yeah, and we did a Q and A recently, <clears throat> and one or two fans raised concerns about Ashley Cole playing, but. So I had a quick look at his six starts, and in five of them, his marks in my ratings, which fans will know, are absolutely spot on every time. <laughs> Ludicrously harsh, I think. Indeed, isn't yeah. It? Uh, but in his ratings, he was close to or Derby's best player mm. in five of those six games. So he's shown he can do it. As Chris said, he's got vast experience of playing at Wembley. He's played in big, big games, many, many big, big games. I think his positional sense, I think he's shown us, is good at the moment. I think the team has to be right in front of him, but you could say that about every fullback that plays. Uh, his know how w- will be important also. So, you know, Scott's been unlucky to, to, to miss out. Yeah, but sure. I can't see any other way. I think, I think Ashley has to play. Well, I was saying, I think we, you know, we talked about the midfield and the, 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 the striker or strikers, but I think we could probably pick the. The back four and the goalkeeper, couldn't we? It's, yeah, I think it's way, yeah. Um, but it's kind of what yeah, it's what he does in what happens yeah. in front of him. He has got options in 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 front of that, uh, and that's why I say it's it, it's a difficult one. We have to know and say that the the fitness of of Waghorn and Dwayne Holmes because he, he, he I mean if Dwayne Holmes is fit, you see he likes Dwayne Holmes. Yeah. he likes his energy. He's enthusiastic. <clears throat> I think someone like him can give Villa problems because he gets around, doesn't he? He never stops. But then then that could. That that could affect the role that Harry yes, Wilson yeah. plays, of course. Yeah, and 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 there's always a debate over what his best role is. Yeah, Harry Wilson. So. A lot of the Championship finals of sort of previous years, they've been quite tight and cagey affairs. Just the odd goal or a penalty shoot out, uh, separating it. What are you both expecting from tomorrow? Because Derby have shown on more than one occasion that sometimes they might not go for the tight and cagey option. They'll just go for it. I think. I think is it four of the last six have been one nil, and then you had the nil nil. Yeah, and then went Huddersfield won on penalties. So history says it, it it's a tight yeah. game. I hope it's three one to Derby because that's what I predicted in the Wembley program. So uh, plug plug for the Wembley program. Do I get paid for that? No uh, <laughs> parking spot. I uh, didn't get even get a parking spot. No. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did they sort this hotel out me, for us? I think, I think they've yeah. let me in. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I've gone for three one and. My thinking is that uh, I think Villa. I think Villa's style means they'll have a go. Mm. I don't think Derby 
I think Derby will have a go because that's the way they are. I don't see Frank going in thinking, let's see if we can stop Villa, let's see if we can restrict Villa, let's see this, let's see that. He's got to have some kind of plan with Grealish, I think. That's that's obvious. But other than that, I don't. it's not really Frank's style. He wants mm. him to be on the front foot. He wants tempo. And the type of players he's got, we said Wilson Mount and Lawrence and, and Holmes if he plays and uh, Bogle Raiden from right back... Uh, those types of players are, are more suited to, mm. to being on the front foot. I don't know, I, could just, I can just see it. I, I might probably be wrong, but I, I see it being a bit open, actually. I He's think, feeling think, confident. He's been feeling both, confident all week. Both teams will give each other problems, and, and, and I, can just, I can just see situations where suddenly people are breaking the wrong side of the, or the right side of the, the midfields into space and carrying the ball and, and putting defenders on the back foot. So... Mm. And, and and I see if if it does go three one derby, I can actually see Villa pressing derby, see if they can get back in the game, and then getting caught. That type of match, I can see. Okay. I agree with Steve. I think I think that approach is Derby's best chance of success. And the players you mentioned, you've got to play to their strengths, mm. and that you know that is their game. I don't at this. There's no point changing it at this stage. I think, and obviously, I suppose you know that could potentially play into Villa's hands, but I guess that that. They'll probably want to go toe to toe with them and hope mm. that they can uh, come out on top. So one nil Villa. I mean, Villas, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, one nil. Yeah. 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 Penalties, nil nil penalties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Villas, Villas, uh, Villas defensive record, of course, hasn't been great either. No, yeah, conceded a lot of goals mm. this season, Aston Villa. You know, so they're capable of scoring. But it has goals. improved since Mings. I was going to say they changed. Mings has made a difference, yeah. and this is why Derby can't let him settle mm. into a commanding. Role and performance, mm-hmm. pull him about. Central defenders don't like to be taken into areas where they're uncomfortable. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good they are, you know. Pull him round. Don't let him. Don't let him get settled. You know, move him about. Make a nuisance of yourself around him. You know, get him going a bit. See, mm-hmm. see if he, see how he fancies that. Yeah. You know, and I say that's important. And and the Grealish factor, of course, is important. Well, I was, I was going to come on to to Grealish. I mean, we've had some sort of interesting discussions about him you know in the office uh, in the build up to this and it's, it's no secret that he's a key player for Aston Villa and the way that they play and, you know we've spoken about how Derby have to try and go about stopping him mm. so in your infinite wisdom you have well, the plan I mean you, you could man mark him I don't think Derby have got many good man markers to be honest mm. and that, that, that in itself that role as man marker is a, is a very specialist role mm. not many players in the current game, I think are, 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 can can do that job. Uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an old fashioned job. Yeah. There used to be some very good players that are doing that, but not not now. So I think in, when that's the case, I think Bradley's important. I think Bradley Johnson has been important to this team since he's come back in, which 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 is good to see because he had a he's had a difficult season for one reason or another. Mm. Uh, and so uh, you know he, he can he can be proud of his efforts in in recent months. Uh, so he he could get round him, but but I'm thinking more about having bodies, mm. you know, making it harder him. for him, making it harder for him. Find that gap, yeah. pick yeah. the pass. Don't yeah. don't allow him a pocket of space where he's got a bit more time. Certainly not uh, in your half. No, no. I was going to no. say the closer to obviously the yeah. closer to Derby's yeah. goal that yeah. he gets the ball. The, 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 the deeper you push him, you know, if he if if he starts dropping ten fifteen yards into his own half, picking the ball up there, that's great. Don't, yes. worry, don't yeah. worry about it. Don't you? Because you, 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 you can get frustrated there. Mm. But it's when he pops up 30, 35 yards from goal. He's, he's a super player. 
he spots things early. His weight of pass is absolutely perfect for for his teammates, whoever that is. He 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 can ride tackles. He's very clever at winning free kicks as well. He's very strong, so you you think you can knock him off the ball, but you can't. He he shields the ball particularly well. His his first touch and his body shape always keeps himself between the man and the ball. That's why he gets the free kicks because they actually are fouls. Yeah. Uh, so. I thought you were just reading your profile from your playing. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been said before. If I can dig out, if we used to Don't have videos, started, yes. <laughs> if we used to, if we had videos, and we've had these phones in, in my day, we'd have some real good footage. But uh, I, 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 I'm not sure someone will follow him round all the time because I'm not sure don't, who would do you, that. As you say, you don't see that no. very often. It would, I guess, it would have to be. Bradley Johnson. It would have and, to be, but that but, would but, then take him away yeah. from. And where Grealish goes, of yeah. course, yeah. he goes into areas and say exactly. that you don't want. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because you know. if you take Bradley out of there, someone else is going to go through that gap. Mm. You know, it might be McGinn or whatever mm. else mm. through there. And suddenly, your two centre backs haven't got that protection in front of them. But well, that's, that's the danger of focusing on one player, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. He's, he's not the only threat by any means. I think numbers, numbers around him. Is, is probably the key. Yeah. So they need 15 players. Yeah, yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah. See if the ref notices. But I mean, it, it promises to be uh, some atmosphere as well, doesn't it? Both sets of supporters sold out their, their ticket allocation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for one set of fans, it's going to end in heartbreak as, it, as these things do, but, you know, part and parcel of football. But it'll be, it'll be a great atmosphere inside of Wembley. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a fascinating game, this, because it, it, the stadium's split in half. Mm. It's an it's an incredible sight to see. You know, yeah. I remember the QPR when you were sat obviously in the middle ish, and then you know to the right, all it was all black and white, and it was all blue and white, and and I remember the goal, the QPR goal, because as soon as it goes in, that's the the, the derby side the same, we're all just still, and that side just explodes. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's, it's quite, quite surreal. It, in it a way, is isn't real because yeah. we're not used yeah. to seeing that. Yeah. At grounds, you know, you no, see, sure, it's a pocket of away fans over there, yeah, whatever, yeah, and, and, yeah. See, and even in cup finals, it's a bit, oh, it's a bit, mm. you know, there's a few there, and, and mm. you know, but this one is, is split right now because you get so many f- tickets, of course, yeah, thirty six, yeah. thirty eight thousand each. Yeah. It is quite a sight, and uh, the atmosphere w- w- will be really good. Uh, but as I said before, I, I think there's players on both sides. I'm not sure the atmosphere will will bother Faze them too. Them. I hope not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it'd be really, it'd be really sad if 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 we don't see Mason Mount perform do what to the he level, do, or Harry can, Wilson yeah. do what he can do, or Jack Grealish in a way, and even mm. though it'd be great for Derby, but you know, you want to see these players step up on these big occasions. Yeah, and I, I think I'm not alone in sort of saying how nice it would be, if, you know, for Richard Keogh to pop up in the ninetieth mm. minute, power a header into the top corner. <laughs> we'd love that. Yeah, we'd love that. But it's the story's been waiting to be written, hasn't it? You have been saying that. Yeah. Been saying that. I, again, people think I'm nuts, and I know, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just members of your yeah. family. Yeah. That's members of my own, <laughs> of my own football desk. <laughs> work. Uh, but I'm a big believer in in stories waiting mm. to be written. I, I sense the Spygate issue as as far as I didn't think that chapter. I thought there was another chapter to be written between Leeds and Derby. And uh, what a story it would be. Mm. What an incredible story! I, mean, I remember vividly, and Richard was was uh, in, you know, two thousand fourteen was absolutely distraught. Uh, fortunately for him, he went away with Ireland straight away, yep. 
a day or so later, I can't remember why it was, I think he went to America or somewhere like that, I can't remember. But he needed that, mm. he needed that, and I think he said at the time the Irish lads and the staff there were great for him and really lifted him up again. Uh, but I remember catching up with him for the first time in July, the first pre-season friendly away at Nuneaton, and uh, I did an interview with him. We kind of, there was a few fans waiting for autographs and all, we kind of moved onto the pitch and kind of out of the way. And it's the first time we had a chance to speak to him, so we had to go back over the, over what happened in, two, in, in the final, playoff final. And even then, you know, you, you could tell there was Still a lot hurt, of yeah. emotion in his, vo- in his oh. voice. And he's had, uh, he's had so much stick mm. since that moment. Yeah. Uh, to, to be honest, I, I, I think, I think he's he's turned quite a few people actually this season, Richard. I don't know what it is. I think a few of his critics have, have softened on him a, a bit. I think because for well, me, he's had another well, excellent season. For, well, yeah. for me, this has been his best season. Mm. I think this has been his best, and he's had some good ones. For me, he was Player of the Year this season. I mean, tomorrow he's done great. Don't get me wrong. No problem at all with him getting played here. Mason Mount could have got it. Maybe not had it not been for the two months he missed with injury. But there's been no one better than Richard Keogh this season. No one more consistent. I think he's been. I think he's been really good, and he, he's been so consistent since he since he came to the club. And it's going to be strange because when when he finishes playing, Richard Keogh, he he could finish playing. With uh, his derby career, with two player of the year awards, mm. uh, and now he could finish with a promotion. He's played. I can't remember how many games. He's barely missed a game. Barely missed a game, which is incredible. And yet, will he go down as a as as a kind of a, a legend of the club? I think that could be decided tomorrow. Could yeah, it? I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I've never sort of seen someone mm. split a fan base oh, quite so like it. And, and yeah. as you quite rightly pointed out, those um, facts and, and figures there for somebody. Who has achieved that much oh, at yeah, the club yeah. to split a fan base that much yeah. is, is it, it's incredible. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things that, that people often say that you know, if no one, you want to worry when no one's talking about you, yeah. sort of thing. It's like if people are talking about someone, then there must be something about them. Whether it's yeah. Yeah. whether he might frustrate people mm-hmm. at times, he might do this, he might do that. But I think he, you know, he's always been there and he's always sort of stuck his neck on the line. And mm-hmm. which, and we should probably mention that winning goal at Leeds as well yeah which the, the assist contribution yeah. there was fantastic winning the ball mm. pretty in his own half pretty much driving forward receiving the pass this is with five minutes to go and mm. then a nice weighted pass to Jack Marriott to a great finish provide the finish and I mean that was that was fantastic and that was that got them to Wembley we, we keep saying you know he's had so many managers here Richard mm. Mm. They can't all be they wrong. Can't can all they? be wrong, can they? Yeah. And international managers. And international well. managers. They yeah. can't all be wrong because they keep picking him, and most have picked him as a skipper. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, as I said earlier, what a story! What what a story it will be. I think be. it would be fitting. It would be fitting. What a story it will be. Mm. And and you know, not that we want it to go to extra time and penalties, but by the way, he can take a penalty. He, he, oh, God he, and he has done in, in shootouts this season. So yeah. who knows? That Listen, too much for me. But 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 again, <laughs> I, I'll stress again. Playoff finals. It, it, it's a toss of a coin. Mm. You know, someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. How many cliches should we try mm. and get? <laughs> but but <laughs> I say make make your mind up now whether it's been a good season or not, and who's had a good season or yeah. not. Yeah. Don't decide after yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, on on that, we will sort of just touch on 
the season as a whole because we are at the end of the season um, and Derby are one game away from the Premier League in what was viewed as a transitional season in Frank Lampard's first season in management I mean yes there have been lows but there have been a lot of highs as well uh, yeah uh, I think I wrote a piece the other day didn't I about about Frank Lampard and, mm-hmm. and about the 12 months he's had you know and going back to my first meeting with him, which I was fortunate to have uh, before the proper press conference, mm. which was which was great for the club and and of Frank to to set that up. And uh, first time I'd met him, and there was a lot of talk about transition. There was a lot of talk about new players coming in, new manager, new staff, new style of play, reducing the average age of the team, all these things. And he's, and that was on his to, all that was on his to do list. And he has delivered that. Mm. Uh, but I always sensed from the first moment I met him that he hadn't come here to finish ninth, tenth, eleventh. Absolutely not. It was not in his well, thinking. He's a, he's a born winner, isn't he's he? He's a born winner, and he came. You can't here, change. That. He came here to challenge for promotion. Yeah. Now in the championship, of course, you don't have to finish first or second mm. to win promotion, as we know tomorrow. And he, I think, that was always on his mind. And talking to the players, listening to the players, that was the message he gave them as well. So there's none of this. It's transition season. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There was there was none of that, and and I spoke to Mel Morris at length uh, on Friday. And I've said before, you know, I enjoy my conversations with, with with Mel. We talk a lot about football and all that, and and it's good. And he was in good form, uh, but even he said that when they first met, you know, they they talked about what was possible and this type of thing, and you know, it, it, Frank just comes across as a winner. That mm. that's what he is, and. You know, I say there's no way he came here not to have a go at promotion because that that's what he wanted to do, and 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 that's exactly what he's done. So I, you know, again, saying this before the playoff final, uh, decide whether it's been a good season or not, and it's been a very good season. And in his first season, he's delivered a good season. Yeah, I think it's been a really interesting season to watch. There's barely been a dull moment, yeah. and. Yes, there might, as we say, there's been there's been ups and downs. But yeah, of there's course. Been, there's been so much, uh, so many stories to talk about, yeah. and in indivi- you know, when we're talking about individual players as well. I mean, you, you know, Jaden Bogle, for example, coming into the first mm. team and establishing himself. Tamori coming in, and obviously after Curtis Davis got injured, and he's been all virtually ever present. Um, Mentioned the keeper as well, couldn't Kelly yeah, Roos? Yeah. Kelly Roos is, is is um is keeping Scott Carson out of the side. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about Mason Mount and Harry Wilson. In fact, in fact, the three lone players, how they've been absolutely pivotal. Mm, Would yeah. you have predicted that yeah. at the start of the season? Yeah. It's not often that you, in terms of a loan, that no. you yeah. get three. Yeah, bang and clearly, I mean, they they're, they're, they're yeah. clearly clearly very talented yeah. lads. But that's no guarantee no, that you're no. going to be successful, especially in the championship. There's a lot of talent at big clubs that and get sent out on loan. Yeah. Harry care. Wilson has scored 18 goals. Top scorer, yeah. Top yeah. scorer with 18 goals. Uh, Mason Mount's into double figures as well and just looks a class act, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Tamori, as we say, player of the yeah. year. Uh, they, couldn't, they couldn't have gone much better. Outstanding. The, the, the loan no, side no, could not have gone yeah. much better. And then uh, Mason Bennett as well, who, mm. you know, as we all know, been at the club he's one of the one of the longest serving players he's still only 22 and Frank Lampard has given him the confidence and the mm, belief yeah. and he's fingers crossed he's stayed injury free and 
he has made some absolutely crucial contributions. Well, you go season, back to the first he? game, don't you? The cross that well, he puts yeah. in for Tom Lawrence, who heads at Reading. Yeah, I think he set up the winner at Hull as well, didn't yes. he? he yeah, that, yeah. that ridiculous goal against Wigan. Wigan yeah. That was that was a cru- oh, people that was forget massive, that yeah. was at a crucial mm-hmm. time where they desperately needed a win. Yeah. And that was at nil nil. They'd lost four in the spin before yeah. that in yeah. three in the league, one in the cup, and it's at moments like that. That you think, you know what? Happening. Yeah, something's yeah. happening because, yeah. because, again, you can talk about tactics, you can talk about players and all this sort, of, but sometimes when it's your time, it's your time, mm. and it's so strong that that you, nothing else matters. It's your moment, mm. and, and that that day, that I just thought, wow, if that can happen mm. at that crucial moment, anything's possible. Mm. And I think that comes back to what you're saying about the manager. I think he mm. he has managed to sort of instill this um and they've had you know they've come up against obstacles they haven't had it all their own way but but they've managed to um to find a way and of course you know they've had the cut runs as well mm. which um which which were enter- <laughs> some, which were, some lovely which were entertaining <laughs> and you know we talk about the possibility of it going to penalties tomorrow derby they still got they still got 100% record yeah. yeah and that's that's including shootouts yeah. and they scored was it eight at, at, Man- United, at, yeah. at Old Trafford? Yeah. Yeah. They scored five at Southampton, and then they had like three or four in, yeah. in the regular season. No. They, they, they. Um, so, yeah. I don't want to jinx it, no, no. but they, uh, they haven't missed one yet. No. So uh, I think, well. I think Lam- Lampard. I think he instills belief in in players. Mm. I think what he says uh, gets. The players and 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 certainly has lifted them to another level as as Chris said Mason Bennett is prime example of that uh, and I think that if you've got that as a manager it means so much if you can just drop a word out here and there it can mean so mm. much to a player and I think again I think he's taken that from his own career because I think there were moments in his own career where certain managers probably said to me hey, you know you can do mm. this or you're better. Mm. You you can be anything, you know, and I think. And he always said that he made the absolute maximum yeah. out of his ability, yeah. and know, that's why he likes players yeah. like Mason Bennett yeah. Yeah. and these players yeah. because they give their absolute all, mm. uh, no matter what happens. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but but you can't fault them for the yeah. effort they give. And yeah, he's uh, yeah he's had his moments. He's made he's made mistakes, Frank, along the way. Uh, Leaving his technical area at uh, at Rotherham <laughs> wasn't 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 the best thing to do, uh, but he learned from that, hopefully, uh, and 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 you know, but but that was always going to be it was, it was always going to be a learning curve. Yeah, but I tell you what, he'll have learned so much from this season, yeah. Because top of all that was Spygate, and no other manager has had to deal mm. with anything like that, and no coaching manual can teach you that. Uh, I think it knocked him a little bit. From what I saw from the outside at the time, but again, that's understandable, uh, and I think we saw that in in the bit in the celebration, obviously after mm-hmm. the Leeds win in, in mm-hmm. Ellen Road in the second leg of the playoff semi final. Again, understandable, uh, but he will have learned a lot this season. It's not just on the pitch, though, is it? it, it you know, off the pitch, uniting the fans. There seems yeah. to just be yeah. just such a a, a buzz and a, a feel good factor back. You know, I don't I don't sort of want to compare too much with last season, but you know that playoff home leg it didn't sell out and then you've got mm. the playoff home leg this season it, it did yeah. it, that, has been, that has been noticeable it, yeah um, and it's partly 
it's partly the way they've been playing. It's mm. partly the the connection that the manager mm. has forged with the fans. Um, you know, when you've got Mel Morris starting the bounce at Leeds and things like that. Yeah, and you sort of yeah. when when you you know you have to build that yeah, up. Absolutely. It's about momentum and and sort of riding that wave, isn't it? And I think they've they they've managed to do that. I, I think I think we'll see more of this from managers. You know. The new breed of managers. Yeah. Mm. I think they feel it's extremely important yeah. that that you get this togetherness, you know, this stronger together, together stronger, whichever Wales was the logo for Wales in, 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 mm. in Euro sixteen was a massive thing. And I think I think managers are buying into that now. Klopp does it extremely mm-hmm. well at Liverpool. We used to do it really well at Dortmund, Dortmund didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But I take you back back to July away at Notts County, uh, first friendly of the season I think it was pre-season mm. Derby took about 4,000 fans to Meadow Lane after the game Frank and all the players went over they were on the far side all went over mm. to him and I remember asking Frank Lampard after that is that is, and he said we really want to try and do that after every game mm. now it's not easy to do it after every game especially at Blackburn when you've got beat or especially when you've lost 1-0 at Bolton and all this uh, but most of the time they've tried to do that and I think they've forged this, this togetherness. There's certainly a new connection between the team and the fans and there's certainly a very strong bond between Frank Lampard and the fans. Uh, I, I don't think he, he wants to do the bounce every game because he, he doesn't feel it's quite right. But, mm. but When the but, moment calls. But, but he's picked his moments and we've seen them. Yeah. Southampton away was one. Old Trafford yeah. Yeah. was one. And of course Ellen Road uh, mm. in, in the uh, second leg. Uh but I think I say I think I think the fans I think managers are buying into that I think I think it's very important uh, and not I mean I say at this stage we should mention Gary Wright from last season it's not to say that that you know fans weren't with Gary because that's that would be very wrong to say Gary Wright actually made Derby competitive again mm. you know because when he came in in kind of towards the end of the previous season they weren't really Struggle. competitive at that moment they were ninth or tenth mm. they were also rounds you know Gary to be fair made them competitive mm. again. And and I think went closer than people think to winning promotion because at one stage it looked like automatic was very yeah, much on yeah. the cards. It wasn't to 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 some fans liking the style of play. For me, I, I wasn't that bothered because it was getting results. Yeah. The problem was the problem is with that is when you don't get the results, mm. you leave yourself open to criticism in the way you go approach the game. But that's always the case. But Gary, Gary, to be fair made them competitive again and without Gary last season I still don't think we'd have had this season as well probably right you know and uh, I think I don't I, I don't think we should forget that at this moment because all managers do it differently they yes. can't all yeah. be the same mm-hmm. uh, Frank was always going to come in and do something different uh, I think I think Mel likes the way Frank plays mm-hmm. I think Mel likes that style he liked the style of Steve McLaren etc so everything fell into place and I'm sure well I, I know at the, at the interview that uh between Mel and Frank, the first interview, they spoke about how the team should play mm. and what Frank said. I mean, he could have said the wrong thing at that moment. That might have been the end of it. <laughs> but he actually obviously said the right things and, and, and it's all fallen into place. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. One game from the Premier League. Yeah. Mad. Our football. <laughs> yeah. football. Shouldn't we be on holiday? Well, I was going to say, it just means that it postpones Nico's holiday a bit longer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it has, I mean, Chris is right. It's it, It's been a... We said right at the start that the appointment was intriguing mm. and it was a step into the unknown. And when you step into the unknown, there's an underlying feeling of excitement in a way because mm. you're not sure what's going to happen. And that's what it felt like. 
and I think that's how it's panned out. Yeah, it's because uh, it's been great stories. As Chris mentioned, great individual stories, mm. ups and downs. You know, the, the Old Trafford thing followed by the Bolton away. I mean, talk about chalk and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was that type of thing. Rotherham away wasn't great. Blackburn away, we had the craziness at Carrow Road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, how. Yeah. Extraordinary. How extraordinary was, was that? Yeah. And again, it was one that I was talking about Mason Bennett's crazy goal mm. against Wigan. The Carrow Road one, I came away there thinking, you know what? When something like that happens, you can't rule anything out. Yeah, yeah. Because it was incredible. Because they went, when the lights went, and they didn't even go out the lights, <laughs> let's be honest. I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> I was still right in the way, perfect prose as usual. <laughs> I saw no lights go out as such. And at that moment, they were beaten. Mm-hmm. Don't buy Norwich, and then they go off, come back on the win, and 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 that's yeah. the craziness of it all. Uh, two 0 down twice to Southampton in the FA Cup. Mm. How mad is that? Mm. To a Premier League team, you're two 0 down mm. both times, and you still go through. We have seen their powers of recovery quite a lot yes. this time uh, yeah. this season, haven't we? So, um, and again, that's shown the character, um, which is interesting for because for, for a young team. No, that's 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 yeah. good. Might, I mean, people might. Again. I mean, people might might point to the fact that they, you know they've conceded the opening goal on too many occasions. Yeah. But of course, the positive has been has been the way they've often yeah. responded. Yeah, to yeah. That, so. so again, if they can see first in the it's final, over. you know yeah. they've shown already that uh, that they can recover from that. Right, chaps. Anything that you wanted to add to sign off? I think we've bored people for long enough yeah. now we should probably uh, wrap it back up back by unpopular <laughs> demand <laughs> we were, we were back by popular demand until of this, <laughs> until now, this yeah, yeah. and then they'll say listen yeah. leave it a few leave months it, again yeah. chaps yeah. yeah right well it's been an absolute pleasure uh, as ever Steve, Chris uh, enjoyed your company in this pro setup that we've got here uh, to any Derby fans travelling down either today tomorrow morning uh, safe journey obviously enjoy the day out uh, you can follow all the build up the action from the final uh, on our social media on twitter at dcfc underscore live uh, facebook which is facebook.com forward slash derby county live uh, and of course on the website www.derbyshirelive.co.uk and the podcast is on both acast and itunes just search for it. it's black and white thanks for listening and see you again